welcome back to the Den Mothers podcast. You are here with your hosts, Lauren and Camille. That's right. On the first couple episodes, I think we should mention that we used to formerly be called the Sex Den. Yes, we were the yes. Sex Den podcast, <laughs> and we are now the Den Mothers podcast. That's right. At this point, we haven't decided if it's Den Mother apostrophe S or if it's the Den Mothers with no apostrophe. Yeah. Because it is possessive <laughs> of the word podcast. It's possessive of the word podcast, and I think of all the other podcasts, it's not like they take claim of the word podcast. I think it's just like the Den Mothers podcast. Got it. <laughs> no, it sounds possessive to me. It would be like if I said the Den Mothers bed, then you would, you know, or the Den Mothers social media. Yeah, that's right. It has to be apostrophe S. Okay, when we use it with the word podcast, it'll be apostrophe. But it'll have to be an apostrophe after the S. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Den Mothers' is podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for people with names with the S at the end. Right. They never got the opportunity to add an S on their name. Think about Jerome Bettis. <laughs> never could be Bettis's. No, Bettis's. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, okay, we're back. Welcome back. We are really excited. Episode 2, Season 4. And we're talking sex today, baby. Because if I'm not having it, I want to be talking about it. That's right. (laughs) Lauren is currently in a physical separation from Shane. Yes, he's back home. Yes, in different states. And so they obviously can't be doing the physical stuff. We're not doing it. No. And I haven't done it in a long time, so. That's okay, Camille. I think this podcast might encourage me further into finding a sexual partner. That's right. I think you have to have one, and we're going to be talking about a couple things related to sex with other people and with ourselves today. We're so excited. We're giving you the top five sex positions for maximum pleasure. Max pleasure. Can I just say one thing and maybe we can cut it out? Okay. (laughs) I wonder if our exes listen to the podcast. You know, like, are they curious about our sex lives currently and stuff? Oh my god, I feel like... Not just the last one, but like a few back, you know? I feel like my last ex does not listen to my podcast. I feel like the second we broke up, he was so uninterested in me. (laughs) He literally was just like, cool, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I think, actually, I hate you, so, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, fuck you, by the yeah. way, <laughs> glad I broke up with you, you don't even like me, <laughs> and, okay, yeah, anyways, I wish I, uh, wasted a lot of time, if you're listening, uh, yeah, maybe these are updated since our time together, <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh my god, so funny, okay, before that, though, This is an exciting week for us. We are recording the week of us. I was going to be going back to Mexico. By the time this launches, I will have already gone to surprise our other parents in California. Yes. So they know I'm coming home with my dog. And I have about six check bags to take. I don't even know how how it's going to happen. But I basically begged Camille to come home with me. And she decided to do it. So... 
for our weekly updates today, we're telling you surprise stories because we were getting so excited before this episode. We were like, oh my gosh, okay, how should we surprise mom? Should you come up behind me? Should I be holding your dog, you know? And then she gets confused, like which tactic should we go for? Yeah. And if you've listened to our podcast for a while, you might know that I really love to scare people. Have I ever said that? I don't think you've ever said it. Oh my god. I'm the one who endures it. So it's Shane. (laughs) I almost have an addiction, which I've really had to work on because something happens in my brain the second somebody leaves a room where I think, how can I scare the shit out of them? It's it's so weird that your brain works that quickly. Like for that specific thing every time. Like I'm not talking about just being, oh, scared like once a month. It's so (laughs) funny. No. I'm either me or Shane or my parents, whoever we're with, doesn't even matter. We're being scared daily. Yeah. (laughs) And so I have had to really cut back because it was getting in the way of my relationship. Shane was literally, he was afraid to do anything. He was scared to take a shower. He was scared to wake up in the morning. Dude, I literally (laughs) walk in rooms and karate chop around corners. Yeah. Even when I'm alone. Yeah. So I've had. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I've had to really, yeah, I've had to really cut back because I realized that it it was not funny. No, it's damaging for other people's nervous system. It wasn't funny. And I didn't realize that I couldn't stop until I really couldn't stop. And Shane finally said, if you fucking do that to me one more time, I'm going to lay the smack down. And so I finally, finally, I had to journal about it and stuff to let it go. Because it was such, it's such a humorous thing for me. And it brought me so much joy but it was at the expense of other people. Like, yeah. people were suffering. Shane people was being scared three times a day sometimes. No, people are suffering. So, anyway, yeah. here are our two surprise stories that are our favorites. We've had a handful of family surprises, whether it's bringing Lauren with More than me. That. Yeah, we both went and surprised my mom for her 50th, like, hid in the back of a car and jumped out at her with our stepdad. Yes. And Lauren has surprised me twice for birthdays. Yes. Yes. My birthday, my freshman year, 19 and 21, you came to surprise me. And then I also surprised you when I came to the airport with dad when you flew into Orlando and I jumped out of the back seat. Do you remember that? I can't remember that. What? That was such a crazy surprise. We had already left the airport and I was behind your seat. <laughs> you were sitting next to dad. I was behind your seat and I literally jumped out. Wait, I can't remember that. I feel like you dreamed that. No, dad was there. <laughs> I okay. this with my father. We'll have to tell him later. Okay, so I've been surprised on many occasions from Lauren and her from me. I think that everybody loves the idea of a surprise. Right. It's Number one, it's hard to pull off. Number two, yeah. it's not that fun sometimes because you don't get to get excited with the people that you're coming. For your trip. You know? Yeah. You want to talk to them about it. Number three, it could go wrong. Like maybe they had plans with a specific amount of tickets or something mm-hmm. and you can't have fun. Or it ruined, like somebody ruins it for you, you know. I think engagements are ruined quite often when it's supposed sure. to be a surprise, when it's like this big elaborate thing. And it's like, okay, obviously yeah. my family's in town. But anyways, these two are pulled off perfectly. With amazing execution. Yeah, the best execution. So I think yours is... Is yours better or is mine better? I'll tell mine because it's a little bit gone wrong, but it didn't go completely wrong. Okay. Okay, so I went to school at Northern Arizona University. Lauren was at San Diego State University, so we were only about an eight-hour drive from each other. Yes. My roommate freshman year was from San Diego, and so were all of our friends. 
So we had the ability with my little Jeep that I had to carpool and drive back to San Diego sometimes together. So Lauren's birthday is in the middle of the first semester. It's in October, October 14th. Right. Yes. So she was turning 21. Her friends, they were having a party. Yeah. And I don't even remember when I chose that I was going to go and surprise her, but it was going to be happening. Yes. Yeah. Which is also ballsy because you could have been going out to the bars for your birthday and I wasn't 21 yet. So right. I don't know how really we did that. You already had a... Oh, I no, you didn't yet. have my fake yet. No. You have to tell that story we'll too to at some fake point. Story. The fake yeah. ID story. Yeah. So I am driving the eight hours and, you know, we're like getting kind of close. We're maybe like an hour away. I'm seeing her friends being like, okay, we're, you know, having the party. Here we are at the location. Here's our house number. So I'm like getting so excited. I drive to my roommate's <laughs> house. I drop her off at her house. And then I go and I'm going to Lauren's. And I don't know if I had driven there. I think that was my first time driving there because it was my freshman year in October. It was my first time driving to San Diego. And I had just moved in Mm -hmm. to a place in Ocean Beach, San Diego. That place was heaven. Her best place. It was like four blocks from the water. It was just the best place. So I'm getting really excited to go to the house and you're already nervous for a surprise because totally. you're like, is it going to be pulled off? Maybe I pull up and she's already standing outside. Right. So I think I made sure you were inside with your friends and I like get the gusto up to go inside. And instead of knocking on the door, I just bust through the door and I'm like, surprise, like yeah. I'm here. <laughs> and I look around and it's three like old surfer stoners <laughs> sitting on this couch and they're like what and looking at me and I'm like I'm Lauren's sister I'm here to party like surprise and they're like Lauren does not live here <laughs> okay okay let me just re- backtrack kind of red right and, like, all and nervous. now right so I'm so panicked so it turns out Lauren's property has three houses on it it was a big front house which is the one I busted into (laughs) and then behind it there were there was an apartment on the bottom and then one on the top and she lived on the top of it right so I was able to execute the second surprise right (laughs) so I walked up the little stairs they showed me where she lived and I busted in and said and I remember how surprised you were it turns out her best friend had also surprised her (laughs) me that morning (laughs) Her that morning, so she got a back-to-back double whammy surprise. I can't believe I didn't faint. I, I mean, can't believe you didn't faint. Like, I remember you surprising me and being so surprised that I was getting another surprise because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I had no idea that they were coming because yeah. Ellen, I mean, I hadn't seen, I was a sophomore, so Ellen and I hadn't seen each other. Like, it was really surprising Maybe that Ellen a year, yeah. You know, I was bringing groceries in and then all of a sudden I just hear hello and I look over and Ellen is on my porch you know and then I remember seeing you you and you were cracking up because you had surprised the guys downstairs (laughs) I had surprised three stoners and then you ran upstairs so you were like out of breath sweaty (laughs) so cute so red like oh my god I made it and then we went to the beach right and had a bonfire I can't remember I can't remember what we did for your 21st I can't remember either but it was fun So that was my best surprise. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My best surprise for you 
was it your birthday? Yes, I think it was my 19th. It was the semester after. Okay, mm. so this then, you know, once I've been surprised, I get really excited thinking about how I can do it for this other person. Yes. So the next semester in March... Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, guess, because I, guess, I was in the dining hall. So right. I, and I know which dining hall it was. Yes, it was the too. one I used my freshman year. Yeah. Okay. So, so six months later, Camille is turning 19. Mm-hmm. And I got my classes off or something. I remember I had a crazy schedule. I was taking like 21 units because I was graduating early. And so there was just no way I was going to be able to go. Mm-hmm. And I decided that I was going to drive by myself and surprise her for her birthday and so I drove up there the same journey that you took but the opposite eight hours and I had kind of coordinated with your roommate at the time to figure out to figure out where you were I had a friend pick me up my friend Dana I think picked me up from the airport Mm -hmm. yeah so I had a friend pick me up from the airport drop me off you flew I flew I flew you flew that was the one time that I flew to Flagstaff. You flew. I flew. Okay, that makes sense now. I flew to Flagstaff. So I flew. Dana picked me up from the airport. Shout out to Dana if you're listening. I got to your dorm, put my bags in your dorm. Oh my god, yes, because I was in the dining hall. Because you were in the dining hall. Or we were like walking from class to the dining hall or something. Right. I was with my roommate that day. Yeah, I don't know how I got in. Somebody let me in. I can't remember those details. Anyway, I remember that I put my stuff down. Yeah. And... Your roommate told me that you guys were at the dining hall, and I had no idea how long you would be there. But anyway, I go in, and I was incognito. I think I had a hat on and big sunglasses or something. And I spotted Camille and waited till you got all of your food and everything, and you sat down. And I sat down directly next to you, and I just said, (laughs) can I sit here? Is it okay if I sit here? And she looked over, and you, like, triple took. You couldn't believe that it was me. It was so surprising. It's so shocking. It's so shocking. Just to look, and then I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And everybody got excited in the dining hall because it was a big scene. It was really fun. That was so exciting. Yeah. And I remember Kale was planning. She was kind of texting. I was like, annoyed that she was texting we right. were like getting up to get food and going around the little buffets or whatever yeah. she's like okay let's sit over here and we sat somewhere and I was just like god she's really on her phone a lot you yeah. know totally and it was to me it's just she so was taking funny. a video of it I remember she had it on video oh my gosh we yeah. should see we have to find it yeah. I bet I, I bet I have it on Facebook or something yeah we should put it on our Patreon oh my god yeah we will yeah so those are it's getting it's getting me amped up to go surprise mom. I want you to get her so bad. Me I want too. you to really get her. Me like too. she's shocked. It she's not a hard person to shock. No. No. <laughs> she's gonna be so blown away. Lauren almost blew it. I, I did blow it completely. She I mean full I full on blew it. I was telling my mom our plans and I just said, Yes, okay, mom. So because our travel plans have been really confusing the past couple mm-hmm. of months. Shane's over here. We're over there. Now we're here. We're road tripping there. It's like we're all over the place. Yeah. And so I said, okay, mom, listen, this is the plan. I'm like, Shane is going home. I am Me driving back to dad's. And then Camille and I are flying from dad's to your house. And I keep going. And she just goes, wait a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She goes, you mean to tell me that Camille is coming with you? 
And I just had to do completely straight face. And I said, mom, I'm so sorry. That was so mean of me. I'm like, I know you want Cammie to come. She can't make it. I meant to say Momo and me. Me and Momo are coming. Luckily, we had already planned that out. That like, if you said we, you would say, oh my God, me and Momo. Right. Because we're obviously traveling with our dogs. Right. So, sort of, we'll see how surprised, but I know, I don't, no, I love you, Mom, I know you're listening. Sometimes, just not all there, so I don't know <laughs> if she was really paying attention enough to, like, recognize we blew the secret, right. but I know our stepdad will be very excited. Yeah. I'm happy. I, I'm getting, going home for the first time in six months. Yeah. Which I know for a lot of people is average, but I feel like we're home all the time. Well, yeah, because we lived, you know, an hour from our mom. So. Yeah. So, I'm really excited. I cannot wait to do the surprise. And we'll let you know how it goes. That's going to be fun. Now, let's talk about sex, baby. Hey. Let's talk about you and me, baby. Hey. Or, <laughs> or us and other people. Yeah. <laughs> or us and everybody else. Yeah. That song really did a good job. It only ever now reminds me of Pitch Perfect. Oh. I didn't even You probably know. didn't even know it was in there. No. They're doing a battle between the women and the men. They're outside. Everybody knows the scene. I don't know the scene. I don't watch this it's movie. It's a hysterical movie. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch it. Okay. So we are going to talk today about specifically sex positions for max pleasure. For maximum pleasure. Yeah. We're not trying to get really creative, okay? We're trying to help our sisters out. Yeah. I can't imagine it, but I know there are some people who stick to about one or two positions. I mean, I could see how it could happen, especially if it just feels really good. If it just feels so good, you kind of get in the routine. So maybe this will spark a little, ooh, I haven't done that in a while. Right. Let's try it. Yeah. We're not throwing out things you've never heard of before. No. Maybe different names. <laughs> yeah. We came up with some names for yeah. these positions because, yeah, we just needed them to be really descriptive. I'm going to be going into a lot of detail. On okay. how I position my hips, yeah. how I get maximum clit exposure. Yeah. We're going to be free-flowing. It's going to be our five top favorite positions in no particular order. But I think both of us have different thoughts about each one of these. Yeah, we have really different feelings about them. So here we go. Here we go. Okay. We're starting off with what is one of my favorite positions. I would say it's probably a lot of people's least favorite. Okay. It's the good old 69. 69. But. Okay. I do not want their penis anywhere near my mouth. What? (laughs) So do you just lay down? It is. This is for my pleasure and my pleasure only. Okay. Tell us what you mean. So this isn't 69. You're face sitting. You're sitting on a face. Yes, but laying down. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because when you're laying down, I don't like to sit directly on the, I'll do it. Listen, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give the people what they want. (laughs) (laughs) The people. The people. But I want to be laying down because the top, the top part of my clit where you can actually, where it's exposed, even a little higher than that is the most sensitive part, right where the crack starts. (laughs) Where the crack starts. <laughs> the front crack. The pussy start. The pussy crack. <laughs> See, there's a word for this. It, there, it's an, an anatomical term that okay. I should really I'm know. Call it, we have 
one back crack and one front crack. Yeah. It's weird. I literally do not know what to call it without cracking up. Yes, it's the, it's the front crack. Okay, that it's part of the curtains. Curtains part. The curtains part. <laughs> which, also I want to say this. I read this in the book Pussy, okay. which I mentioned a couple times on this. The clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings. We think it's just that one little exposed part, but that's not why. It's throughout your entire pussy. Right. Up a little bit higher into that, like, pubic bone area and down into your lips. That's why some women can come from penetration because the nerves are going all the way down there. Some women, it just goes – it's in different directions. So the pleasure center is different for each person. A couple places that are centrally located, but whatever. So – that part's really sensitive for me. The clit kind of looks like a wishbone. It yeah, it hooks up where the wishbone connects together, and that's kind of where the 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 mass of the nerve endings are. Like if you think of the mm-hmm. head of a penis, it would be similar to that, but with even more. And then it comes down on each side like a wishbone. It really does look like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mine more sensitive at the top. So. When I'm laying down, that part is pushing against their chin. Whoa. So it's the whole thing, and that's where I need pressure. So, listen, I'm doing my business, too. I'm doing my moves with their regions, okay? But I like that with maybe a finger or two in there. Just resting. No need to move them. Okay. God, this is going to be complex. So an arm around the leg. In. With two fingers. And then that's really it. Am I crushing their face? Yep. You are. I am. But I am guaranteed to orgasm every single time like that. Whoa. I've never even tried that. Really quickly, might I add. Within a minute. Yep. Believe it or not. Okay. I love that for you. Mm -hmm. And it's really vulnerable. Like, it's a vulnerable position. I feel like a lot of women aren't into it because you can see like a woman's entire you can see the butthole you can you see, see every rogue hair that you can't get because it's too much in your crack everything so you're maybe doing this with a partner you're comfortable with but okay. I love that well for me 69 I like it because for the opposite reason of you mm-hmm. I like it because I like to give head like that especially if yes. you have a man who's penis is a little curved bit up. curved up it is good for that it's so good because it so kind easy. of just slides down your throat yeah, you have access to the bees you have access, you have to, access the balls. to the bee hole oh. yeah you have access to the bee hole you have access to the balls to the taint you've got access to you can do so many moves down there. you can do so much like that and then you're kind of going to town and they can just relax and look at your experience yeah like they can look at the whole pussy everything it's so special it's so special I don't like the way that the pressure is on my clit in that position. It just doesn't feel good for me. I need so much weight on me. Like, I like Mm. weight. I can kind of do a scooting on there that, like, gets it exactly. And I'm basically rubbing on their chin. (laughs) Okay, well, maybe I'll try it. It's not the most comfortable for them. There's no way. But I do not care. They're like. (laughs) (laughs) Their jaws broken. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So okay. Anyway, Camille loves that's that. That's one good one. So 69, which I guess technically isn't a sex position. It's an oral sex position. 
It's not a penetrative sex position. This next one is the penetrative sex position that you learned about in fifth grade when you first learned about sex. Some may call it the original sex position. Some may call it boring. Some may make fun of it. But in my opinion, it's my favorite. Yeah, it's one of the best. It's missionary. It's just missionary. It's missionary. You can't... I'm sorry. There are just some things that you can't find in other positions. Why do they call it missionary? I'm going to have to look it up. (laughs) There is always one story that I think of when I'm doing the M. Missionary. Maybe masturbating. Oh, when you're masturbating. (laughs) I don't really think of previous sex moments usually while I'm doing it but if I do it's one specific one it is it's not even one that's like a wowing experience you know those sex stories yeah this is kind of just a casual sex story but it was a moment when I orgasmed from missionary and it was just such a great orgasm and I know that I know that you orgasm the same way from missionary it's when they're like scooting against your (laughs) there's just something about it there's something about it. But you just did something that it isn't for me, okay? Okay. I hadn't, okay, I don't usually like to talk specifically about my own sex life. I know. But I had never orgasmed in missionary before my current partner. Yes. It is now my favorite and it is my go-to, but I used to be a come on top kind of gal. Like that was how I could come. Him being on top of me is like, I think about it constantly. It is the best feeling. But it isn't this kind of, it's not a scooping. It's like this. Oh, okay. You're going to have to explain for the people who aren't watching. Well, they're going to have to watch. Okay, it's not, it's not a, a banana scooping scoop. motion. It's a sliding back and forth for Yes. Them. Okay, mine's kind of like a scoop up and down. Okay, scoop, scoop up, up and, and down. In. So if you're thinking of them in missionary, maybe even my legs are straight out. My legs aren't up. Like, in the missionary. That's not how I'm going to come. Oh, my God. My legs literally have to be straight for me to orgasm. It's the weirdest thing. I can't even imagine putting my legs straight. I can't even imagine putting my legs straight. My legs have to be up. What? Yeah, not up in the air, but seriously, like, imagine doing a cheerleading move where you're doing, like, a toe touch. Like, my legs can be completely out. Dude, I cannot, even masturbating, I cannot come like that. It's the you weirdest. put your legs straight. I like to have my legs straight. Okay. A little bend is fine. One leg up is fine. I, one has to be straight. It's like something about it. Okay, mine have to be bent with my feet pushing down. Interesting. Like, it, like and the body's I'm, incredible, isn't it? Yeah, like if I'm masturbating, I'll try to do it in different positions, but I need to be like pushing, like my legs need to be pushing against something. Like, like if I can push against a wall or like my mm. bed, you know, like pushing my heels down, that's how it has to be. Jesus. I'm gonna have and to my, try some other my hips. I have just never done it without straight legs. Okay, well, I'm going to try it with straight legs too. Okay, I'm going to try it with bent legs. Okay, but my, so missionary for me, my, sorry, did I interrupt you? No. I thought you were saying something about your legs being straight. No. Okay, missionary for me, the way that I figured out that I can come from missionary, which is now my favorite, because it is so, I'm going to list the things that I love about it. 
what do you love about it? Your bodies are so close. Your bodies are so close. Knew it. If you want to have a visual, you can. It's like their body heaving into you, mm-hmm. which is so hot. Mm-hmm. It's the visual aspect. You can kiss. Love it. You can spit if you want. Love it. You can hold their face. For me, I'm into light choking. Light choking. You There's can literally so do much everything. you can do. You, you can grab each other's asses. Like, I love to grab yeah. ass and, like, you know, do yeah. that. Yes. Also, I get to smell my lover's BO, oh, which God. is my favorite thing it's in the, the world. Best. Like, to really inhale. It's like all your sensory organs are so on for me. Yes. And also, you know, depending on the partner that you have, it feels really good for me to have internal stimulation and the external stimulation totally. on so my mound. Clitoral, yeah, like mound stimulation and penetration. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I love it so much. Totally. It just makes me feel amazing. Yeah, and so I love that position so much. I knew this episode was gonna make me want to do sex even more. Crap, it. I know it makes me want to do sex too. But anyway, so mm-hmm. I also like, and I think this is important too, is to position your clit in a in a spot where their mound however their anatomy is I'm, I'm talking about the mound above the penis if you're having straight sex or if you're having sex with a strap on you know the mound mm-hmm. is an important thing for clits usually um I position like imagine if you're laying mm-hmm. down on your back I do kind of hook hook you you hook kind of have your to hook. ass up. Yeah. You have to hook your ass up because then your clit is on this like flat surface. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. I didn't discover that until like a year ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you have to hook. Because if not, your clit's kind of pointing down. You need it to come up into position so yeah. that their mound can do okay. that. And I've also heard that feels better for penis owners too. Yeah. So it's great, even though that's not about them. It's about us. Well, it could be. I mean, I like it to be about them too. I know. <laughs> but right now, right now, this is all about us. Yes, this is about us, yeah. and it feels really good. Yeah. And also, I just want to say, always communicating faster or slower or adjusting your hips in different directions can help a lot too. So mm-hmm. loosening those up, doing some yoga, because. Damn, sometimes the way that I'm getting off in missionary, I'm like, I don't, if I wasn't so limber, I don't know if I could be holding my legs like this. Yeah. You know what though? I feel like some really extreme strength comes out when you're having sex. It's like dad strength. Oh, sex strength. Yes. You know what I mean? How they say it's dad. Certain things are dad strength. Like, oh, opening jars. Well, sex, sex for at least me and I think other women I know, it's like a certain sex strength comes yes. out. You're like holding yourself in positions that like typically I'm not doing. It's yeah. not like I can squat for so long, but if I'm <laughs> the team, <laughs> it's happening. It's faster. happening. Yeah, it's happening longer than I would be able to in the first place. Dang. Yeah, don't you think? I don't know. For me, when I'm on top, if my legs burn out, this is, I'm going to say a bonus Okay. One right now, because I don't necessarily think it's for maximum pleasure, at least for me, but it's it's a good position to know about. Okay. And this is a position that's on the couch. Love a couch. So, obviously, if you're having straight sex or, you know, penetrative enter... 
focused sex. <laughs> Penis person sitting down, you're above them. I like to be standing on my feet and holding the back of the couch. You have never had totally. more what would that be called? Drive. Drive. <laughs> and also more security. Like you can hold on to the couch and let that do so much of the work so that totally. your thighs aren't just burnt to shit. That's a good way to do it on top. Yeah. It is so good. It is. And it's really hot for them. You get to make eye contact. You can see each other. Your tits are kind of in their face. Yeah. It's good. Bonus round two for me just to tell everybody for max pleasure switch up where you're doing sex okay it's so fun like you just said the couch and I'm also thinking certain chairs are really good to have sex on the floor is really good to have sex on like just switch it up and if you're gonna be doing it on the floor get some pillows around you because for example let's say that you are not you're, you're like no I don't have sex strength it's really hard for me to stay in certain positions use props and stuff put pillows under the sides of your legs put pillows under your ass like wherever you need them go for it one yeah okay this next position that we're talking about a pillow is a great prop okay this is a little something I like to call doggy style flatty patty okay (laughs) (laughs) because as I mentioned before love when the legs are straight so when you're in doggy style you're the person receiving the legs are in between the person in the back and then you just slip your legs straight through make them flat and now you're laying on your belly okay people also call this prone bone prone bone yeah yeah so or prone one person laying style. down on their stomach flat and the other person is on top of them legs straddled kind of mounting mounting yeah this one for me puts me right over the edge really add a hand down there or a vibrator that's the Trace Leches. Oh, yes. Like close to the Trace Leches. Trace Leches. Yeah. Trace Leches is a little bit advanced. I don't know how it could be more pleasure than that, but it's this position, butt plug, clit, stimulation, null, vibrator. Whoa. That should be illegal. That should be illegal, yeah, man. Yeah, it should be illegal. So that position is fabulous. But they're just regular doggy style flatty patty for me. Maybe it's just my body that works really well with that position. But I absolutely love it. Adding a pillow up under my mound. (laughs) (laughs) That'll put anyone in a coma. (laughs) And I do also orgasm from that. You do? Yes. Okay. I love that one too. Um, Not so much... Our dad just got home. <laughs> There's no way that we can continue this conversation in peace. Not for right now. Okay. I like doggy style flatty patty too because I am not necessarily going to be getting off from it, but I love to feel the person that I'm having sex with. I love to feel their skin on mine and they can kind of lay down and yes. like grab your throat from underneath they can and whisper use your, in your body to yes. kind of they can do whisper the in your ear i know it's I so it's, hot i think it's so good for all parties it's so good for all parties but sometimes it is a little bit harder for penis owners to keep it together in that position because your legs are together so it makes everything just a little oh, bit tighter and that could be pretty hard for them and it's on your 
they're looking at your ass, if it's an ass person, just forget it. They're smelling. You don't it. have much time in that position. Let's yeah, put it like that's that. a finisher move. <laughs> that's a finisher move. You're not going to begin with that, or else it's going to be the beginning and the end all at once. Yeah, yeah. Now let's throw it back to one of your favorite old positions. Yeah. Okay. So before the missionary, before was discovered, the missionary was my favorite. I am such a big fan of an on the top mound scoot. That's what I call it, and I called it. Hoopa scoopa. Hoopa scoopa. <laughs> yes. So it's when you're on top. There were a couple ways. I'm trying to think about how. Okay. A couple ways to do this. You can sit fully up and kind of put your hands on their chest and start doing the scooting motion. Yes. That feels really good. Love it. Feels really good. Love it. And they can kind of adjust their their hips, you know, like. They can either lay completely still, which is what I would need. Like, don't move. I'm going to do it because yes. I know exactly what I would need to do. Totally. Um, or you can kind of lay down and hook your very good. hands on them and they can kind of scoot you back and forth. Yeah. You know? I like being on top like that. And then obviously I feel like at least partners I've had like to take control then from the bottom. Okay. Yes. So they do a jackhammering to <laughs> yes. the north. Yeah. <laughs> a north hammering, jackhammering. Yeah. Ringing in at number five. Again, these are in no particular order. Right. This one, we couldn't come up with a better name. This one is called child's pose doggy style. So imagine you're doing yoga and you're in that cozy little ball child's pose. Your knees are bent knees to chest knees to chest (laughs) and your body's in just the coziest little ball now imagine you're also being fucked (laughs) that is doggy style child's pose honestly for me just the way that my anatomy is this is not the best for me and I I it's okay pleasure wise but I'm never choosing it hang on I actually need to adjust the name because now that I'm thinking of it it's more of a frog pose, doggy style. Okay. It's not It's not child's pose. I made a mistake. If I'm thinking about it, it is... Knees to the side. Knees to the side. It's, it's a frog, frog pose. pose. It's frog pose. This one's amazing if you have pillows underneath your chest, if you're not super flexible. Wow. Or else it's going to be pretty painful because you're going to go down into a full middle split. Yeah, you're ripping your groin. <laughs> you're ripping your groin. You're okay. trying to have pleasure, but you're stretching more than you've ever you're done. You're stretching more than ever before. Pillows under chest. Yes, pillows under chest. Dude, it is amazing because then you can use your own hand. Wow. And that is a big time winner for me. I can barely stand it. I do the ugliest faces you've ever seen because Shane can't see them. See, that's my thing with the 69 one. Right. They are not looking at me. Right. So you're just doing, I mean, I literally drool and like cry in that position. It feels so good. (laughs) Drooling and crying. Yeah. It's not cute. I think all of these are really good for pleasure. Like I don't love to be thinking about pleasure so much sitting directly next to my sister. Got it. I'm not worried about it at all. (laughs) Camille is swollen. It's just... I'm worried about it. I'm worried that I am thinking about sex so much. You deserve it, honey. 
I do deserve, you know what? There's this moment in your life where you think, I do know what I deserve. And pussy also has her needs. Yeah, I think that you can have the best of both worlds. Yeah. It's really exciting. You're supposed to be feeling this way. Your age, you're young, you are tan and gorgeous. I got my hair done. I just, it's so hard to waste a blowout. Yes. (laughs) I wouldn't know anymore, but hey, I didn't make that announcement, but I am officially growing my hair out. I feel like it is an announcement that needs to be made. That's a big announcement. I shaved my head when we got to Tulum and I looked and I thought this is the last time I'll do this wow you knew when you were gonna know I knew it and I thought that I knew many times over the past year I was like okay now this is the time whatever nope I know now yeah I'm growing it out so and also Shane wants to see her hair long which is great Mm -hmm. I feel like we do some doing some things for your partner is nice like I feel like you're definitely wanting to do it and also Shane loves long hair it's like when I was with my last partner and I had really long hair when I met them and then he said look at this picture of you with short hair love it you should cut it off and I literally cut it off the next day I was just like yep (laughs) it just just seems fun well I wish I wish I could say that it was more for Shane but he's been telling me for a while that he would love to see my long hair and I kept being like okay I'm gonna grow it out and And then then you were like no I just kept wanting to buzz it and I don't think I'm gonna want to do that this time I'm ready. I'm committing. It's happening. You're going to go through the phases. We're going to be supporting you through it. Yes. Of grow out. Yeah, because it's going to be pretty tough. Yeah, it's going to be pretty tough. So hair growing out. The thing that's hard about thinking about sex like this is also that I'm not masturbating because we've been in our family's house with a bunch of people. So many different familial houses. Like I'm not going to be doing it at my grandparents. No, like come on, not at our dad's. Even if nobody's not at our home, dad's even even if nobody's home, which is a lot of the time, I've done it. I've let it. I've I haven't been able to not do it because I'm just like I'm gonna pop. But you're always kind of just like this is their domain. You you're know, it's just so sort of weird. Nervous and God forbid, like my dad has all these bells on his doors, so one door <laughs> opens and it's like and you're like. Fuck, you know. All these bells. <laughs> yeah, it's just so nerve-wracking. And you're, like, counting the seconds. Are people coming home? So masturbating your house isn't hot. And your parents' house isn't hot. Yeah, and you know what? It's giving me a lot of empathy because, you know, I've had clients before that live at their parents' house. Oh, of course. Me too. And I'm just like, okay, you've got to just do your best to make some kind of a ritual mm-hmm. where you can light your candle when everybody leaves and give yourself some time because it is a little bit nerve wracking to be wondering, are people coming home? Are they going to walk in on me? Like you need a lock on your door for sure. That's another thing here. No locks. No locks. That's what I was just going to say. If you are above 20 living at your parents' house, which is fine. I know a lot of people like that. You, if anything, are investing in a new Doorknob. Doorknob. Yes. To put a lock on your door. You have you to. have to have a lock on your yes. door. Because otherwise you're panicking. Two locks. You need a deadbolt. <laughs> yeah. You're like totally panicking if your parents are going to walk in or knock on the door like, hey honey. And you're just like. <laughs> yeah. I'm like crying. And this segue like for this. This is also not a reason to not do it. Right now I know that I'm going back to my little sanctuary I'm going to be doing things then. But if you're living with your parents, 
you still have to have a masturbation practice. It's really important. Because otherwise you make bad decisions and want to sleep with people who probably aren't deserving of your sex. Yeah. Man. Of your beautiful yummy. Yeah, it really is so important to be having orgasms every day. I mean, every day. So important. Maybe that's why I've been so testy. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I know it is. Don't be surprised if I wake up happier. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Laura and I are sharing a bed. (laughs) No, I'll sleep in the other room. You can have a nice time tonight. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, Wolf Pack. We love you, kids. We love you guys so much. We love you. We're so happy to be back in season four. And let us know if you try these out. Make sure that you join us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thedenmothers to hopefully see, I hope that we can resurrect, that video of you surprising, you me surprising you. Yes. Yes. And share with us your best surprises. Yes. If you have a really kick-ass surprise that you did, like one you planned a long time and executed it perfectly, or a surprise disaster, we want to know about it. Send us your stories. Send us your stories. Yes. We love you. Have an amazing week. Ow, ow.